my pleasure to welcome you here to the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas to me so you can save more and spend less. And don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com is our main website. And as we get to, we're two weeks from Christmas right now. We got the deals for you on Clark Deals. A lot of retailers have started new sales today um, that are the 12 days of Christmas sale, which is, um, I guess, takes you up to the point where at the very last minute people pay hyper retail for things. But I want to warn you, and we have gone through these deals on Clark Deals, a lot of the deals that have been posted on these various retailers, 12 day of Christmas sales, are non-deal deals. You know, they're... They, the best deals were Black Friday week and through Cyber Monday. And so now you got to pick and choose. And just because a retailer says something's on sale doesn't mean it is. And so we've done what we can to slice and dice that for you so you know what the bargains really are and avoid spending your money on something that pretends to be a deal. Coming up in just a few minutes in the Clark Rage I want to talk to you about um, people in medicine taking advantage of the desperation of people facing a terminal illness. And I want to tell you something that you need to hear now if later you're faced with very difficult life choices and that you don't let somebody take advantage of your desperation at a time when you're facing the diagnosis of a terminal illness. Coming up yet later, that's a downer. Coming up yet later, I want to tell you some things that I found very inspiring. Uh, One story about what one stranger did for another. And then what one company did for all its employees after having a phenomenal year. Right now, though, I want to explain one of my rules. I never ever settle a personal score on this show in my tv work or anything posted online or in my newspaper column in other words any touch point where i'm connecting to you i will never go after somebody to solve a problem for myself but what i will do is when i have a Uh, a problem dealing with a company or something with my own personal financial life or anything like that when I have gotten to the end of that and have resolved it however I'm going to resolve it then I'll share the story with you and with that in mind my staff's known about something for a month and I talked about what I was trying to do to solve it And now I have a resolution, and so now I'll name names and tell you the story. Amazon has a discount outlet called Amazon Woot. You go to woot.com, and this is where Amazon clears out a lot of stuff. And we'll post Woot deals on clarkdeals.com, and I'll talk about deals that Woot has from time to time. So my son needed a laptop for school and his school is an apple school 
So there was a deal on Woot for new MacBooks last year. And so I bought a MacBook for him, and it was uh, it was a good price, not an unbelievably cheap price, but it was a good price, and it was new. So the keyboard started misbehaving on his MacBook. And there was an Apple, I don't know if Apple calls it a recall or service bulletin or what Apple calls it, but you can go into an Apple store, make an appointment at the Genius Bar, and I love that term. And then they say, yep, your keyboard's bad, and then they fix it, or they replace your computer or whatever. So his keyboard, he couldn't, there were certain characters he had to type that wouldn't work anymore on his MacBook. And in school, teachers hate it when you don't have punctuation right and things like that. So we make the appointment, go into Apple to have the keyboard repair done. And they said, yeah, the keyboard's bad, but it doesn't come under our repair program because this is a refurbished computer. And I need to credit my son, who at the time was 13, that he said when he got the computer, he said, Dad, I don't think this is a new computer. And so I went back to the Woot site then and I said, yeah, it says it's a new computer. He said, I, I don't think it is. Well, turned out he knew better than I did. And so I went through the fruitless effort of trying to contact Woot. And if you look online, you'll see that what Woot is abysmal at is even though it's an Amazon operation, the customer no service there is unbelievably horrible. And I can't read to you things people post online because we don't use that kind of language on our show. But people just hate them after the fact when they have a problem because we will not respond, will not solve. So I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and, and write them. And I did. Got no response. Then I went to one of their message boards, posted there, got no response. And then I looked on their terms of service. And the only thing I was allowed to do was file one of those kangaroo court arbitrations. And, I mean, this is obviously either they got ripped off by the supplier who supplied them with the MacBooks or they committed an act of fraud. Somebody did something. The net effect was we ended up with a recon computer when we paid for new. So what I did next is something that I would recommend to you. I filed a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. It routed it to the BBB in Dallas because that's where Woot's operation is based. And let me see, how many days later? 19 days later, I got a response from Woot. And the next day, a follow-on response from the BBB that Woot was offering a full refund and sent one of those uh, UPS things. I have to drop it off at a UPS store, send it back, and then I get the full refund for the original computer. I was happy for them just to fix the keyboard but they didn't want to do that or didn't have the capability of that. And they got caught red-handed selling uh, used as new, and they're giving the money back. It was very clever how the response from Woot was worded, where there was not an admission of fault on their part. But they're giving the money back, and that's what I wanted. But the point for you, 
is with any time you're having a customer no service problem with any organization is keep trying different things to get to a result and I've tried so many different strategies that you'll hear from me over the years when I have a customer no service problem and I want you to know that there are many different levers you can pull if they had blown off the Better Business Bureau if Amazon had blown off the BBB I would have next filed in the kangaroo court arbitration because I would have just loved to have had the experience to share with you what that process was like. Um, But it is unfortunate that something like this happened. And what's unusual is that normally when I buy from Woot, I buy really inexpensive items. Let's see what they're selling right now. Today they're selling something very expensive They're selling Apple iPad Pros, 2018 versions, 12.9-inch tablets. Joel, what is that word that it says next to the price? Refurbished. Right. So if they would have just had that when I bought the laptop, I would have been good. I would have known, hey, that's on me. I bought a refurb. Didn't work. Tough. But they did the proper disclosure there. Uh, by the way, after I said all that trash talk about Woot, I should tell you they're doing a Woot off today uh, till 8 o'clock Eastern time tonight, 5 o'clock Pacific, where they put new things on sale every 30 minutes at really good to great deals. And right now, they're almost out of these, but they're doing ring doorbells for $73, which is... A uh, good price, and they are actually new ring doorbells. <laughs> Elaine is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Elaine. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and I am so excited to talk to you. Well, it's great <laughs> to have you here, Elaine, and you are going to take a fun trip. Tell me about that. Well, um, my husband and I retired um, eight and a half years ago when we started traveling because up until then we used our vacation time to go to the Keys every year because we just love it there, the Florida Keys. And we still go there every year, but we decided to take one big trip each year to places we've never been. So we alternate between an overseas trip and going somewhere in the U.S. we've never been, particularly to like national parks out west. And I want to thank you for recommending Capitol Reef several times. We went there and it was fabulous. But my favorite, year, my favorite, favorite national park. It is. It, it's so beautiful and it's amazing that you just don't hear more about it. Um, but anyway, so next year um, we are going to Greece, and we've already got our trip reserved. We leave May seventeenth, and we come home on June fifth. So everything's finalized except the airfare, and the airfare is expensive. No, it's not. Oh, it's not? Okay. You've got to know the key to saving to Greece. Okay. The key to saving on a flight to Greece is buy a domestic ticket to New York. Okay. And then fly New York to Athens. There are specific reasons that tickets to Athens are extra cheap from New York. Really? And it's because... There's a Middle Eastern airline called Emirates. Right. And they have this weird thing called third country rights that they use to fly New York to Athens before they go on to the Middle East. Third country rights were originally done because planes 
didn't have the capacity to fly ultra-long routes. Okay. And so they have third country rights from New York to Milan, Italy, and New York to Athens, Greece. And oh. even if you look at May, and this is early to buy for May, but they're charging um, 500 round trip, which has caused others to lower prices. I'm looking right now for May out of New York. British Airways is charging 318 round trip from New York to Athens. Wow. And this is unusual to be able to buy a cheap ticket like that this far out. So here's how you find the availability in May and the airlines that have the cheap fares, and that is go to google.com slash flights. I've been going there, but I didn't, but I was only looking, I put in Jacksonville to Athens. Well, from Jacksonville, if I remember, JetBlue flies a few times a day to New York's Kennedy Airport. Yeah, You can take a cheap JetBlue flight to New York and then take one of the really inexpensive flights across to Athens. Perfect. Oh, that is, I appreciate it. I've done the Google flights. I've done Kayak Explore. I've joined Scott's cheap flight. <laughs> and by the way, next year we're going to, or the, the following trip, we're going to take your advice, find the deal, and then decide why we want to go there. Exactly. That, that's <laughs> how I've seen the whole world except Antarctica. So try that. <laughs> and um, just put in uh, New York or JFK to Athens for May, and you can pull up this calendar as you've seen with Google Flights. And you know, if you're flying out of Jacksonville to Europe, you're going to fly right over New York and Boston anyway. Right. Um, one thing I would consider, if you miss your connecting flight at Kennedy, you're out of <laughs> right. luck. So go have a nice day in New York on the I way. I think we'll do that. With the money we save, we can do that. <laughs> Great. We'll have a wonderful trip. Okay. Thank you so much. Sure. My um, my brother-in-law is going to Italy and was looking at doing that flight out of Kennedy, but then I found this ultra-cheap premium economy deal for him that had just popped up, and so he's going from his home airport, and he's going to be in this premium economy as like a, a domestic first-class seat, so he's going in style. Today's Clark Rageous moment is a special warning for people in one of the toughest spots you can ever be in in life, and that's when you're given a diagnosis that you have a terminal illness, one that's at a stage that there's no hope for survival. But we as human beings, hope springs eternal, or desperation as well at a time like that. And that has opened up the marketplace to a lot of fraudsters who are selling snake oil cures at a time that you're facing a terminal illness. One of the areas that has been most abused are where clinics open up around the country promising that they do these stem cell treatments that will cure the cancer. One of them profiled in a Washington Post story claimed that they would cure 80% of people. Was That was their cure rate when actually it turns out it was 0%. The FDA, as quickly as it can, is trying to go after all these fake clinics, well, they're real clinics, but promising fake cures that are popping up across America. Uh, There are ones promising that they can do certain blood treatments or stem cell treatments 
that will cure incurable diseases. The reality is it is a tough road involving you going into it at, um, at the advanced medical centers, university-based research medical centers, where there are scientists and doctors working on experimental treatments, and they don't promise miracle cures. But we want to hear that, and it can cost a lot of money and give a lot of false hope with these freestanding clinics. Use that time that you would use with one of these people and the money you'd use with them to find a university-based research center doing advanced research on the illness you've been told that's incurable. That is the smart path to follow in the most difficult thing we could face, our own mortality. I'm so glad you're here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about your empowerment with knowledge so you can save more and spend less and don't let anyone ever rip you off. But right now, I want to just tell you some really cool stuff. I want to start with a story I saw in the Atlanta Constitution. The story was about an Uber driver. And guy gets in an Uber and strikes up a conversation with the driver. And by the way, the story says Uber or Lyft, so I shouldn't say it was definitely Uber. could have been either. So the driver, named LaTanya, strikes up a conversation with the passenger named Kevin. They're just talking about things, and she's talking about her three boys, and uh, they go on from there, and they get deeper into conversation. And he says, well... Um, is this what you normally do? And turns out she is a hairdresser, but still doesn't make enough money to raise her three children. And so she also uh, drives for Uber and Lyft. And in addition, she had been in college getting her degree, but ran out of money and had to leave school. And the passenger, Kevin, was really, really inspired by this woman who was so clear about choices she'd made earlier in her life. She had a baby as a teenager, dropped out of high school, went back in the midst of raising one, two, then three kids, went back and got a GED, then enrolled in college on top of everything else she was doing. And he was so touched by her enthusiasm and all the rest that now at 43 years old, she was trying to get this college degree and couldn't complete it. So he gave her a $150 tip to go towards paying tuition at the state college she attended. And that was it. And she was like so overwhelmed by that. But that was only the beginning. Because then Kevin made his way to the uh, registrar's office of the university and found out her unpaid tuition bill, paid it off, and then paid for her to finish her degree. And there's this wonderful picture of this 43-year-old single mom of three hugging this person who she'd only met once before in her life, it was a stranger who paid for her 
to get her degree and she's in her cap and gown. Now she thinks she's going to go to law school next. I mean, the how one person can have such an impact on another person's life, on other people's lives. So that's story number one for you to be inspired by this Christmas season. Here's the second one. This is from USA Today. Company in Maryland named St. John's Property, St. John Properties, which is a real estate firm, has had a really great run in real estate. And they had their company Christmas party this past Saturday. And during the Christmas party, the company announced that things have been going so well that all the employees of the company, 198, were going to share a, get this, $10 million bonus. They obviously had a very good year. And people, on average, received $50,000. You know, the smartest capitalists are those that share success with those who made that success happen. A lot of people in business who were very who have a very good year just think about what they're going to do for themselves. And the employees may be told how much they're valued but nothing substitutes for making an employee feel like an owner sharing in the success of an enterprise. Doesn't mean employees need to own stock in the company. Often that's actually a bad thing for employees to own. But it does mean that a smart employer is one that is generous like this and does everything they can to make sure their employees know they're appreciated. And they probably could have had a big impact with the employees if they would have taken a million bucks, kept the other nine million that went into the bonus pool. People would have gotten an average of $5,000 and they would have been like, wow, this is amazing. But this is a company putting their heart right where they said, and there's a guy named Ed St. John who's the chairman of it, and he said, quote, to, the, to USA Today, to celebrate the achievement of our goal, we wanted to reward our employees in a big way that would make a significant impact on their lives, end quote. So, you know, as an ardent, diehard believer in capitalism and the free enterprise system, you know, capitalism is under assault here in the United States and around the world, because a lot of capitalists have behaved badly. I mean, look at the earnings of CEOs versus their employees. And I think about all these CEOs who failed in enterprises and get these $100 million plus termination packages. What do the employees get? They get a lump of coal, maybe. And so getting it right where the employees who brought you share in that success 
is something that I believe in through and through. And it's one of the things we can do, fellow capitalists, fellow free enterprisers, is stop acting like villains in some 80s movie about capitalism and Wall Street. I forget what all those movies were called. But now people don't need to see a movie. They believe it through and through. And that reputation has been earned because of so many people that have been pigs who run capitalist enterprises. Actually, that's an insult to pigs. A lot of the people who run these firms really have behaved so badly where it's all about them and only about them. Tamara's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Tamara. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So speaking of capitalists behaving badly, you got somebody yeah. you want to ask me about. <laughs> I do. I've uh, heard you for quite some time now talk specifically about some banks that are always in trouble. Oh, you can name and, them. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. I've named them over and over again. Okay. Well, in this particular case, it's Wells Fargo I hear you talk about. Yeah, the criminal enterprise impersonating a bank. Yeah, that's what I heard you say. Yeah. Well, by no choice of my own, I happen to have a bit of money in there, in their advisor, in their brokerage, I guess, portion. And my question is, is I, I'm guessing you think I should move it, and I, I do think that I probably should move it, and I'm just wondering if I should just, like, move it into my, my employer-sponsored 401k. Should I start a whole new place, or I already have a – another uh, brokerage account of my own that I just have a small Roth set up in. So, so let me answer this and let me answer this in an unusual way that you could have a very uh, good, nice person helping you at the brokerage operation of Wells Fargo. They could be a really decent person and they could right. be doing a good job for you. The problem with any of the bank based brokerages is that the fees you're paying are huge compared to what you would pay with one of the big discounters like Vanguard Fidelity or Schwab. So whether it was Wells Fargo or any other giant monster mega bank brokerage arm, I would want you to move that money to have your account at Vanguard Schwab or Fidelity where you don't get hit with all the massive fees. Okay. So that would be the reason why to move it. And you, depending on the nature of the funds, you might not even be able to consider moving it into your employer 401k. Is this that IRA money or is this, is this IRA money or is this investment money? It's IRA money. So you may or may not be able to move it into your employer 401k. If you have a low cost 401k at your employer, again, being managed by, typically it would be the two bigs of low-cost 401ks or Vanguard and Fidelity. If it was with one of those and the money was money, you could pour it into that 401k. That would be an easy route to do. Okay, so do you know how do it, I go about moving this money out? Do I? That is a great I, question. So what I would do is your 401k provider... Are you talking about with them or setting it, uh, doing an IRA with one of the three low costs? Either way. If you, okay. I mean, I don't right. have a so, problem. I just think it should be moved. All right. So with your IRA, if you want to establish an IRA with one of the low cost providers, all you do 
is you uh, tell Wells Fargo you want to liquidate your account, send you a check. And then from the date on that check, you have less than 60 days to just simply deposit it in an IRA with one of the low-cost providers, and that's a tax-free transaction. Okay, well, will, will Wells Fargo need to, will they, when they write you a check, don't they want to keep a percentage for withholding for taxes? No, no, they, they do- that, that's on a 401k. Okay. They don't. All right. That's not something you have to worry about on an IRA. Um, but they may have a a junk fee. They charge you for leaving them. Oh, they, really? Ch- they may charge you a exit fee for saying you don't want to be with them anymore. And there's no way around that. Okay. Um, All right. If you want to m- put the money into the 401k at your existing employer. You contact the administrator for that 401k and you tell them you have IRA money you'd like to move into the 401k and they will send you a form to sign and a statement from Wells Fargo showing the IRA and then they'll handle the transfer for you. Oh, okay. So in either case, it's one of those things you're not in, you know, Hotel California where you can check in but you can't ever leave. You actually can (laughs) You actually can check out and take your money with you. Okay, that's good. <laughs> but, but this is, if Wells Fargo had never had any of their continuing uh, illegal activities being exposed, it would still be a good idea to move money out of their high-cost brokerage operation. Again, this is true for any bank. You don't want to be in their brokerage arm because they fee you to death. Jeff is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Jeff. How can I serve you? First and foremost, thank you for everything you do. I know a lot of people compliment you and tell you that, but it's so deeply appreciated by the public at large. I just couldn't help but tell you that you do yeoman's work, and you're a great person, and it's appreciated deeply. Well, you are so kind to say that. If you only knew what a terrible person I actually am. <laughs> I doubt that very much. It well, comes through loud and clear, Mr. Howard. Oh, please Anyways. call me Clark. <laughs> call me okay. Clark. So how can, I, how can I serve you after all those nice words, Jeff? Okay. Well, I was told by Navy Federal, because I'm looking to take out a secure credit card, that if I take it out, for a line of credit of 250 and want to keep the amount that I charge on the car below 10% for obvious reasons to maximize uh, a benefit to my credit score, that twenty less than $25 would be too little of an amount to have an effect. So one, is that true? And two, I've never, well, I've never heard anything like that. You know, as long as they're reporting that you have this card to the credit bureaus and your utilization rate is very low, uh, you know, less than 10%. I mean, in this case with a $250 limit, and the goal is to establish a positive credit history, you could do 30%, which would be like uh, 70 bucks um, a month as a balance or less. You would have a very positive effect on your score. And all you have okay. to do is pay the bill every month in full, on time. You're going to build that positive record you're looking for. And 
the 10% you hear me talk about is once your credit's fully established, the 10% threshold is what gives a hyper boost to your score and can have a positive effect on your credit score, potentially of well over 100 points. Okay, so you're uh, just to make sure I'm on the same page, you're saying once my credit is established, then it becomes more of a criteria, an important criteria, but until that juncture, not, not as much. As long as you keep it below 30%, you're in great shape. Go I over see, 30% and it becomes a negative, not a positive, having the credit. And how long does Navy Federal make you wait before they convert you to a regular credit card? You know, I didn't ask him that. It's an excellent question, and I should. Ask him that question. Find out the answer to that, because that's going to be an important question for you to know the answer to. You want to know that they, if you make like 12 on-time payments, the security is lifted on the account, or 18 months, or whatever it is, you want to know that being uh, good with that card gets you a regular card from Navy Federal. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Ask Clark. That's where you go to clark.com slash ask and you post a question for me. By the way, if you want me to directly answer your question, check the box you'll see. Otherwise, it could also be answered by our team Clark that you can talk to free 42 hours each week or, which is an odd number of hours, right? Or producer Joel can ask your question for you. What you got, Joel? Clark David has a question. He says, I like making charitable donations this time of year by check, but I've heard you say that there are security issues with writing checks. What's an alternative way that I can go about making these donations? Virtually 100% of charities now accept charitable donations by credit card, and they know they get more money from people by accepting credit cards. And so... That's the best way that I know of to do donations. And I'm a terrible person. When I give money to charity, I give it on reward cards. So I get rewards in addition to having the the pleasure of giving to an organization that matters to me. So that's the double dip when you give. Actually, it's a triple dip because you might get a charitable deduction too. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.